Welcome to Crowdsourced Wisdom, the podcast for growing wiser together. Our first several episodes tease out what we've learned over the last year and semi-lockdown. If you'd like to share your insight on the show, email me at crowdsourcedwisdom at curatecuriosity.com. In today's episode, my friend Jacqueline talks about holding space for ourselves for spontaneous self-care. Hi Jacqueline, thanks so much for joining us. Hi Kaya, thanks for having me. Jacqueline and I met through one of our good friends from university who is particularly good at bringing people together and although it's sad that they've moved away now, it's been so nice taking the friendship into our own hands and building on it and growing it. Jacqueline, I'll give you an opportunity to say a few words about yourself if you'd like. I'm Jacqueline, I'm 29 years old. I live in Toronto, uh, Canada, and uh, as Kaya mentioned, uh, we met, I would say probably five or six years ago, probably on some kind of night out or a dinner at someone's house, (laughs) fond memories. For now, we are in each of our respective homes. (laughs) We can hope for brighter days in the future. Absolutely. We were talking a few days ago about both working towards being better people, both for ourselves and for those around us. And I think there's a lot in that. I mean, we could have a conversation that lasted hours and hours about that. But if we focus perhaps on the last year, what do you think you've learned or taken away from the last year? Or how have you grown or changed regardless Mm -hmm. of how big or small those changes are? I think this past year has brought a lot of challenging times to our lives, but I think also has allowed us to have more time to reflect on what's important Um, how we like to spend our time, who we like to spend it with. It was actually, I think, about a a year ago to this day where we all went to working at home. I made the decision to go back home and spend some time with family. I'm originally from Montreal. It had been quite some time since I had extended time with my family. And so at my late 20s, decided to go, go live back at home for a bit. But again, no idea how long. And then I ended up staying a few months which at times I think I I yearn to be on my own and have my independence. But I think just having that space away from the city and, and, you know, in a quieter space and being away from my friend group and kind of my social life made me realize how much I value that and how much I value my friends. Um, I I really deeply, deeply miss them, Um, even though we stayed in touch over the phone and, and everything, you know, finding ways to stay connected. I honestly found doing things with people virtually felt easier than having a conversation because sometimes you just really have not much to say and Mm. and just dwelling on the fact that you're not together and you can't plan you don't know when you're going to see each other it can just feel even harder I'm noticing more how I'm trying to acknowledge my needs for connection I think earlier on you're like oh you know you've got this on your own it's good to have this time alone it's good to have some time for reflection which is all true I definitely am someone that values my my alone time greatly but I think also I recognize my need for connection and sometimes a phone call it's really just it's not the same so if it's going for walks if it's grabbing a coffee, you know, when you can in the fresh air with a friend, I think that's really nice. But I just miss those, you know, happenstance encounters. 
I think you bring up a really good point that in times where it's difficult to find things to talk about or we simply don't want to talk about the things that there are to yeah. talk about, finding a way to still create connection and fulfill our connection needs, but doing yeah. things that are constructive and help us to constructively distract ourselves from the things mm -hmm. that are making it difficult. Do you think that that's something yeah. that you're going to carry with you moving forwards and, and try and create opportunities for different types of connection? One of the things is like, for example, like I think about times where, you know, I, I remember this time in my life, maybe about two years ago, I got really into meditation and like meditating every morning. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take this into my day and I'm going to stay calm. And, and it almost became like kind of obsessive. I was like meditating and really like feeling like I have to do this. This is something I need to do to find my center, find my peace. <laughs> and I think especially being in quarantine, I've tried to find some structure with workouts or connections with friends. But I've also just tried to let go of that a little bit. Because as you say, like, I think, to an extent, you know, we are trying to distract ourselves from the present <laughs> situation we're living in. But I think sometimes I just need to like lean into the discomfort a little bit. Sometimes I am feeling sad. Sometimes I am feeling lonely. And I think rather than saying, okay, I need to do a workout, I'll feel better. Sometimes it's just sitting with that feeling, just treating yourself. I think that's something I'm trying to like hold space for myself to do more, to do the things that feel right in the moment, not because you feel like you should do them. And I think it's good to listen to that inner voice and say, okay, like, what do you need right now? Like, do you want to do this? I love the idea of and almost the juxtaposition between holding space, but to do whatever you feel like in the moment. Yeah. So you're not holding space for some specific activity or thing that you, you know, have to cross off your list. You're yeah. just holding almost the emotional space to allow yourself to do whatever the heck feels good in the moment. Yeah. Are there certain things that you've noticed you sort of trend towards doing? I mean, I definitely have my routines that I, I try to to maintain, but also be open to what they can look like. I've really like spent a lot of time over the past two, two and a half years or so working on different kinds of movement practices, learning about Pilates, about human anatomy, and just kind of understanding things in my own body and trying to sort out why I have more pain in a certain place or not, trying to figure out the maybe emotional relationships with that. and. I noticed one thing that really helps me feel grounded is at the end of the day, turning off all the lights in my apartment. And I have some lights that are kind of reddish and blue and they kind of soothe me. And I really like sitting on the floor and like doing some stretching or just doing some movement and, and just like not feel this need to like immediately have to exercise or go rush out for a walk. Just noticing what I need. And I think that kind of practice allowed me to calm my nervous system down also trying to like remove technology and things related to my work day and my space outside of my my eyesight that's one thing I noticed just to reset a little bit it's almost like we've been learning about the art of connection and yeah. disconnection yeah. at the same time so in a year where we have less human to human connection we've been trying to find different ways to do that and then in terms of disconnection, finding ways to disconnect and separate these different parts of our lives and compartmentalize a little bit better. It's another interesting juxtaposition there. Yeah. Just in your comments, 
now you're making me think about the need to to see something new and like I'm quite tired of walking around my neighborhood. I would I would love to see a stat on my phone. But related to having a change of scene, I think nature is something that really grounds me as well. And I, I notice myself feeling like kind of energy depleted when I don't get out of the city enough. And just breathing some different air, seeing the trees, seeing how things are still the same. Nature is still there. The world is still turning, you know, feeling this sense of okay, this still is normal, you know, it, it's like, it kind of makes you forget. <laughs> I definitely commiserate with that. You mentioned something earlier about finding it soothing to wind down the day with a red light yeah. in your condo and doing some stretching yeah. with a red light. And I can't help but wonder if it's because it mimics the setting sun. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. I actually have never really thought about that. Well, Jacqueline, we could talk for hours about all of this, but thank you so much for joining. This has been such an interesting conversation, and I love that it brought out all these different juxtapositions and, and ways to look at the same story from two different sides. So thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for, for holding space for me to share, and it was really nice talking to you. There will always be space. 